Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Happy Pride Pride. Pride. So uh, shout out to all of our um, LGBTQ plus listeners and... uh, Yes. Happy Pride to and all. Happy Pride to all. Yes. What is happy Pride? Some happy people pride. don't know what it is. So, okay. So we're going to talk about some gay boy band members um, in today's episode, but I kind of just want to give a quick context context of what gay pride is, why, uh, what all the, like the letters stand for, things like that. Why so it's important. Who, why it's important to celebrate. And uh, yeah. So, okay. So I'm just going to do a quick. Uh, okay. So first off, I believe the. Um, and again, we may be incorrect. So if there's anything that we say that is wrong, feel free to hit us up in the comments or tell us about that. We're always learning. So there you go. Yeah, so, not, it doesn't come from a place of hate. It comes from a place of ignorance if we do something wrong. So let us know in the comments, okay? All right. All so, right. Uh, first off, it, um, when we were younger, it used to just be like LGBT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, bisexual, and trans and tra- LGBT. Yeah, trans, trans, transgendered. Yeah. So right now, I believe the most current one is LGBTQIA2S. Plus. And I've also said plus. So plus kind of encompasses any additional letters that aren't there. Um, but I believe in Canada, like I saw this last year, we actually did the 2S first. Yeah, we did. So I don't know if each country kind of has a different thing. So essentially the L, so we have lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer slash questioning, intersex, asexual, and two-spirit. Yeah. So, um, oh, just, this does not open. So, okay, I will not click on that. Um, yes. So, so essentially, the pride flag is the, is the rainbow because it's meant to cover all the spectrums of sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, And they have a newer pride flag in the last few years that also... Oh, let me look up if I can find pride flag. Obviously, it's there. Um, okay, so it's a rainbow flag. Can they, can they see? Uh, yes. I mean, I mean, if sure. I can share it, and yes. they will be able to see. There yes. we go. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to go... Is it the tab, right? Yeah, this one. Yeah, tab. Okay. You got it. You got it. Okay, so as you can see, there's a couple. Are you seeing that there? It kind of disappeared. Yeah, there it okay. is. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Oakley, Oakley. Far right. I have lost the. There you go. That's the one. There that's we one. go. Okay, so we have the rainbow flag is a symbol of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, and queer pride in LGBT social movements. Also known as gay pride flag or the LGBT flag, the colors reflect the diversity of the LGBT community and the spectrum of human sexual, sexuality and gender. So this came into play in 1978. So that's your six colors. Uh, And then now they have other ones as well. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, So I think this middle one is the redesign that you're talking about. This is the more redesigned one. So that also, I'm surprised it doesn't say, oh, here we go. Oh, is it still showing what happened to? No, it's not. Wait, no, yeah, you have to show. Oh, that's okay. a new tab, a new tab. Sorry. You know what? I'm going to share screen instead of share things. So, screen window? Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. 
What do you see, guys? Nothing, because you didn't press the button. Nothing yet. Okay, so I'm going to press the share button. I'm going to press the share button. There you go, buddy. Oh, it's all (laughs) internal. That's not the one I wanted. Anyways. Do you see this on your screen? This one. Do you see, what do you see Mm. now? Beyond the Rainbow, your ultimate guide to pride flag. Okay, so uh, I guess this was the original pride flag. That's the six color one. There's a Philadelphia one that adds uh, black and brown to it as well. Uh, there's the transgender flag. So that's baby blue, pink, white. The non-binary pride flag is yellow, white, purple, and black. The intersex flag is yellow with a purple circle. Uh, do you, do you know what that means? Diane, do you know what intersex means? I feel like. No. Um, I feel like it's like, mm, what's the word I'm oh. looking or like binary, like you don't have, or I don't. Oh, it means. Sorry, I could have just scrolled down. It's born with any uh, sexual characteristics. Okay, so uh, apparently, so the original Pride flag was 1977 by Harvey Milk, who was a historical figure in the LGBT rights. Uh, so he created, they created a flag with eight colors. So hot pink symbolizes sex. Red was life. Orange was healing. Yellow for sunlight. Green for nature. Tur- turquoise is magic and art. Indigo for serenity and violet for the spirit of the LGBTQ people. So then the six flag was the most commonly six color. Came that's the one that you kind of see. 1979. So that's your main one. Uh, so they took out hot pink uh, because the fabric was hard to find. As the demand for the flag increased, the turquoise was taken off to keep an even number of colors. Okay. Mm. Uh, so then in 2017, so it is fairly new, that's the Philadelphia pride flag came as a response to the demand for more inclusive inclusivity among the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, It was 2017 as part of the More Color, More Pride campaign in Philadelphia. The addition of black and brown stripes to the traditional flag symbolized the color of people who are not often represented in the queer community. Uh, So, yep, so it talks about that. So then you have the transgendered flag, which is 1.4 million trans adults living in the U.S. So violence against the queer community affects trans people of color the most. That is why the trans flag is so important. Um, so it was created in 1999. So, oh, okay. So a lot of these are more newer flags. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, so, uh, I, I remember, um, like, I, I do a lot of buy and sell as, as, uh, as what I do uh, for work. Um, so I, I got a lot of hate when I, pre- when I posted up the trans flag for, uh, for sale, it was kind of sad it, that we're, we're still so backwards. Cause like to, like to liberal minded people, you're like, yeah, okay. You're gay. That's great. Um, and you know what I mean? Cause it's not a big deal. Right. But to some people it's very upsetting for them. Uh, but it, it's, it's very annoying because like, this like isn't were, any of your business. So they were upset that you were selling it. Yeah. They're like, I get like so or... much hate mail. They're like, Oh, burn that flag, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they were against the flag. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like, especially 2022. Yeah. In 2022, like, like we still got ignorant people like this. It's very strange. So, uh, for the trans flag, uh, it was created in 1999 by Monica Helms, a transgendered woman, the pink and blue represent boy and girl boys and girls respectively the white stands for those in transition or those who don't feel identified with any gender Mm. that's interesting i didn't know that uh there's also the non-binary pride flag that was created in 2014 by kai rowan the colors are yellow white purple and black the colors symbolize a different subgroup of people who identify as non-binary yellow identifies something of 
on its own or people who identify outside the cisgender binary of male or female. White is a color that consists of all colors mixed together, stands for multi-gendered people. Purple, similar to the lavender color of the gen gender queer flag, represents people who, are, who identify as a blending of male and female genders. And finally, black, the absence of color, signifies those who are agender or who do feel they do not have a gender. Uh, then there's the non-binary trans flag. Up to this point in history, people who identified as both non-binary and trans either had to use both flags or neither. So now they made their own unique flag. Um, so that is a single stick straight flag. So this is going to be a, a lot of flags. I'm sorry, there's a lot okay, of flags. We're, getting, feel, we're nearing the end, guys. Okay, intersex are, flag. Okay. We are. There's the little look. Uh, so inner, the flag went... Uh, came out a lot of things. In 2013, they chose yellow and purple. Um, they moved away from the rainbow symbolism because neither associated with the social constructs of gender binary. The circle is perfect and unbroken, represents the wholeness of intersex people. It's a reminder that intersex people are the perfect the way they are or choose to be. Did we determine what that was? Did you look that up? Intersex people? Yes. Um, intersex people are individuals born with any of several sexual characteristics, including chromosome patterns, gonads, or genitals that, according to the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner of Human Rights, do not fit typically binary notions of male or female bodies. Okay. Uh, nearing the end here, so we have the asexual flag, um, we have the bisexual pride flag, we have the pansexual flag, the lesbian community, the gay men's flag, and then this is the modern pride flag, so that's the one with the triangle there. So given the evolving nature of the LGBTQ plus community and the society at large, the modern pride flag integrates many flags into one. Thankfully, it has been redesigned for a more substantially more inclusive. The modern flag now includes stripes to represent the experiences of people of color, as well as stripes to represent the people who identify as transgendered, gender nonconforming, and or undefined. So there you go. So those are your flags. Um, and then some people are like, oh, Pride Month, what do we need like a month for? Blah, blah, blah. Like, we're straight, we're straight month. You know, You're right? Like, oh, so okay. a lot of people have said that. So a lot of people don't really know that. They're like, oh, it's just, you know, an excuse for people to walk around the street in assless chaps or whatever, right? So it's not, there's reasoning behind it. So obviously, I'm just going to give you a really quick. Just the topic. Can you see this? Did you see it on, you're on the Wikipedia page? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, the Stonewall Riots. So the Stonewall Riots, also known as the Stonewall Uprising, Stonewall Rebellion, or simply Stonewall, were a series of spontaneous demonstrations by members of the gay community in a response to police raid that began in the early morning hours of June 28, 1969, at the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village neighborhood of Lower Manhattan in New York City. Patrons of the Stonewall, other village lesbian and gay bars, and neighborhood street people fought back when police became violent. The, the riots are widely considered the watershed event that transformed the gay liberation movement and the 20th century fight for LGBT rights in the United States. As was common for American gay bars at the time, the Stonewall Inn was owned by the mafia. When police riot raids on gay bars were routine in the 1960s, officers quickly lost control of the situation at the Stonewall Inn on June 28, 1969. Tension between New York City police and gay residents of Greenwich Village erupted into more protests the next evening and again several nights later. Within weeks, the village residents organized into activist groups demanding the right to live openly regarding their sexual orientation and without fear of being arrested because like, being gay was a crime like can you imagine mm -hmm. being arrested just because of who you 
choose to be with. That's crazy. And even still to this day, there are some countries where it is illegal to be gay and you can be put to death. So it's a really big deal. Uh, mm. That is, it's something to be taken very seriously. But people are just like, oh, who cares? Like it does, but it matters when people are being put to death or people are persecuted, being persecuted for things that like just know, for being yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it says the new activist organizations concentrated on confrontational tactics, and within months, three newspapers were established to promote the rights of gay men and lesbians. A year after the uprising, to mark the anniversary on June 28, 1970, the first gay pride marches took place in Chicago. Los Angeles, New York, and San Francisco. Within a few years, gay right organizations were founded across the U.S. and the world. Today, LGBT pride events are held annually in June in honor of the Stonewall riots. The Stonewall National Monument was established at the site in 2016. An estimated 5 million participants commemorated with the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall uprising. And on June 6, 2019, New York City Police Commissioner James P. O'Neill rendered a formal apology for the actions of the officers at Stonewall in 1969. So there you that's go. So, so obviously... That's why there's a Pride Month. That's why it's important. Uh, so there's lots of history. Definitely look it up if you don't know. But essentially, it all kind of boils down to one simple thing. Mm. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. what does, how does this affect your life if people are gay or straight or whatever? This doesn't affect you. This is not mm -hmm. anything like that's one aspect of their life. Yeah. They're still the same human being. They still go to work. They still shop. Like everybody's the same. So does it really matter who loves who? Like mm. love everyone. And I think, you know, it's great. So that's kind of coming into the topic today about um, gay gayness boy band. in the boy band community. Because back in the day, as we've discussed on many, 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 many of our episodes, is that the target market for boy bands is teenage girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the ones that they're trying to target, whatever. So if people... Because they're, they're so, like, they're in their prime where they have excessive money to spend. Yes. So they're like, oh. So they obviously think that teenage girls don't have brains as far as... Or they're just like, oh, well, they're not going to like... Uh, they need to think that they're going to marry this boy bander. So the, clearly we can't say that they're gay or anything because, oh, no, no, that'll break up the bands and everything will be, like, whatever. Obviously, is not the case because several boy band members have come out as gay recently in yeah. the past, like. But when 10, you think of years. boy bands as a product, it's so like they're it, like, oh no, what if like, oh, what if the create the the very religious parents are not going to let their kids come now anymore because now the one member is gay or whatever. So, I feel like that's a big reason why back in the day they did not come out come out mm -hmm. and then they like because john john knight especially has talked about all the anxiety he had over the years because he didn't want people to know he was gay because he didn't want the group to break up and all these things right so it's a lot of pressure lance has talked about how he didn't want the other guys to know or whatever right so yeah. you're hiding a very big part of your life and yes some people like we have lots of gay friends so some of them have had like really easy coming outs and everything and people are like yeah that's fine um but other people have struggled a lot with their lives very and traumatic people, experiences too. you know or they have internalized thoughts or something or if they don't have they don't have any role models or other people they know that are gay their parents might be religious they might not know how society is going to act towards them so unfortunately a lot of people have really like kept this in and they don't yeah. come out until later in life and there's a lot of trauma for things like that sometimes so, you get kicked out of your house for being some gay people like, have been like it's it's crazy that you think that your parents are supposed to love you for everything unconditionally like, unconditionally and then something happens like this and they're like get out of our house like it's kind of ridiculous yeah so 
Only um, like in I'm feeling like in the recent like maybe like last 20 30ish years have we like kind of like been a little bit more like like okay I will say RuPaul's Drag Race has helped a lot to like kind of like you know make make gayness mainstream and uh you know and make pe- gay people be seen right and that's like the big a big thing because uh yeah you, you shouldn't have to hide yourself you should be able to live your most authentic life and i feel yeah. like unless especially like in north america you know it's it's becoming more socially accepted and people can can be more free other countries need to do a little bit more work um but of course that's well even uh, just obviously here there's still people who would have like yeah jokes I mean, I, or bad things or yeah. hate people or whatever I and mean, it's just like it's kind of ridiculous and it's like this does not affect you like yeah what this, does it matter it, it just seems like like such an uh archaic thing to hate someone over it's, and a lot mm-hmm. of t- like and especially like you know like conversion camps and things yes. like that like that's not like, i don't know it's crazy but anyways, thought, yeah like in canada like i think we only like stopped i think we actually recently. wasn't it just recently in the like, last very few recently months where it was actually like these are banned these forever. are now like, illegal not have them and i'm like people are still trying to do these like, like what ridiculous mm. Uh, yeah. anyways we're gonna now kind of like go on to some of the boy banders who are out yes and uh hopefully kind of talk about like how they're living their best lives right now so um hmm I think, you know what, I'll just go to, okay, so we found an article about eight boy banders and uh, their husbands, so I'm just going to share that one, uh, or not. Tap, I... yeah, share the tap, that's one. This one. Okay, so. Let's, uh, did you say you start at the end and work your way back? Did I even, okay, no, you know what, who cares, I'll just do it in order, I guess. Okay. All right, so. Middle, yeah. Eight boy banders and the boys they loved. Okay. So, um, boy bands have always been gay members. Just ask these singers and their lovers. So, this article actually came out in 2015. So, what is that? That's seven years ago, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, there's obviously probably some more since then, but we're just going to go with this. Uh, and this is advocate.com. So by now, we all know the formula for a chart-stopping boy band. Take a handful of attractive teens, give them a clear cell, uh-huh. teach them to sing more or less on pitch. Wow, I'm already not liking this person. Yeah, this is uh, show the more agile ones a few rudimentary dance moves, and oh yeah, make certain one of the boys is gay. That's not true. Yeah. Yes, uh, according to Gina Vivento, uh-huh. yes, it's true. As long as there have been boy bands, there have been gay or bisexual boy band members. Many of the biggest boy bands of all time, from New Kids on the Block and NSYNC to Boyzone and Blue, have at least one member who, despite audiences full of shrieking teenage girls, secretly pined for other boys. Let's take a look at eight boy banders and the boys they loved. Okay. All right. So first up, she spelt in sync wrong, but we have NSYNC's Lance Bass. Just last week, former NSYNC member last week okay sorry just last week former NSYNC member Lance Bass who came out in 2006 told people that he definitely wants to start a family with his brand new hubby Michael Turchin the couple went in December and had their nuptials broadcast on E's 90 minute special Lance loves Michael the Lance Bass wedding which makes them the first same-sex couple to get married on an American TV network that's one of the reasons why we wanted to commit to each other Lance 35 told the magazine I say that in the next two or three years we're going to start a family Turchin28, an artist, documented the couple's recent quickie 
Punta Mita Honeymoon on Instagram. Okay, so let's fast forward seven years. They did not have kids within two or three years. They actually just had twins past October, November. Mm-hmm. So, October. Yes, yeah, so um, Alexander and Violet. Violet? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so, yeah. So, but they did actually try. They had a lot of issues with um, surrogacy and things like that. So, um, okay. So I also have an article from this, but I, maybe I'll finish this article and then we'll pop back. Okay. I'm just going to go through this one first. Okay. So we got Lance and Michael. They are still happily married. Everything's lovely. Uh, now we have Menudo's Ricky Martin. Lydia was like, Ricky Martin wasn't in a boy band. And we're like, yes, Lydia, he came from a nudo. So, oops. Uh, so Ricky Martin spoke this week, spoke out against fashion designers, Dolce and Gabbana for their ignorant remarks concerning child born, children born via in vitro fertilization. Martin, an eighties member of the Puerto Rican boy band, Menudo has twin boys of his own. Does, don't they also have more kids now? I feel like he has, this four is kids. a 2015 yeah, article. Um, which he welcomed with former partner Carlos Gonzalez Abuela, a stockbroker. The couple ended their six-year relationship in late 2013. The singer of 43 recently released a Quien Quiera something to those who want to listen, his 10th studio album, which he says is partly inspired by his former love. After six years of being in a very steady relationship with him, yes, we have a lot of stories, a lot of moments of love and lots of light. And yes, he is part of this album, Martin told a reporter. In the same interview, Martin said he prefers being in love, but adds right now he's dedicated to being a single dad. Does anybody want to fact check that and see? Uh, I believe he's married again with more children, but I could he's be He's definitely married again. I don't know if they have more kids, though. I could have sworn he had four kids. I could just be dreaming. I don't know. So I know that he married a, like a like an oil monger guy, and he he's a kept man. I remember watching an, uh, a Ricky Martin documentary or something so he's married to someone named juan yosef in 2017 and you are correct he has four kids lucia martin yosef valentino martin ren martin yosef and mateo martin so i'm guessing valentino and mateo are the ones that he had with his with the first guy and then lucia and ren are the ones that he had with this guy Hmm. Oh, there you go. Living the life. Good All day. right. All right. So uh, next up, we have New Kids on the Block, Jonathan Knight. New Kids on the Block was the biggest boy band of the 80s, selling more than 80 million records until Knight dropped out in 1994 due to anxiety and panic attacks, dissolving the camera-friendly quintet. Knight, now 46, or was, uh, worked as a real estate developer during his years off from the act, which Regrouped in 2008 and still tours today, which is correct. True. Check out the mixtape tour. Uh, This year, he and his partner, Harley Rodriguez, 41, a fitness coach, have been traveling the world together on The Amazing Race. That was a really good season. I enjoyed that. Um, That is my phone. Sorry. That's my five o'clock alarm. Okay. Uh, Knight told one interviewer, the couple together for seven years, both know their strengths and weaknesses going into the reality show, admitting it helped them work on their... in decisiveness because you're making decisions immediately night told entertainment tonight there's no time to say hey are we going to do it or not who's going to do it you just do it so it helped however night added once the show stopped taping the couple immediately retreated to their own ways we went to dinner last night it took us an hour to decide oh god okay 
John has a show, Farmhouse Fixer, I believe. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it, so he's doing that. Him and Harley are still together, living the life. <coughs> okay. Do you want me to read some? Uh, next. You sound like you're dying. Do you want to read? Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, to drink some water. Boyzone Stephen Gately. Boyzone was an immensely popular British. Irish shit, Irish boy band with 16 consecutive top five singles in Great Britain. In 1999, the height of Boyzone's fame, Stephen Gately, one of the act's two lead singers, uh, learned that an acquaintance intended to sell details of his sexuality to the press. How nice. Oh, he opted to come out. Good in, for him. Good for him. Mm -hmm. In 2003, the singer wed Andrew Kowales, a businessman, in a civil ceremony Elton John had introduced the two seven years before. Sadly, in 2009, Gately died at home with an undiagnosed congenital heart oh, defect. He was oh, no. That is That's so sad. sad. Yeah. Shit. But, you know, at least he was living his life at that point. So. Yeah. God bless. Six, All right. Six years of marriage. Yeah. 33 is so young. That's so young. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready or do you want me to go again? Here you go. Okay. Number five, Westlife's Mark Feely. One of the Irish boy band Westlife's three lead singers, Mark Feely, came out in August of 2005 during an interview with the British tabloid The Sun, revealing that he had been living with a British fashion photographer, Kevin McVeigh, since January of that year. Interestingly, McVeigh also got his start in a boy band, the short-lived British act V. The couple became engaged. I wonder if that was like... Uh, like five, but yeah. Roman numeral five. There you go. Brilliant. Uh, the couple became engaged in 2010, but split the following year after Westlife officially broke up in 2012. Westlife is back together again, right, guys? I think so. I believe they are. Um, Feely worked as a caterer, but this year returned to music. At 34, he now records solo music under the name Marcus. His first single, Love is a Drug, was released this month and is earning him comparisons to Sam Smith. I guess I was short-lived. All right, it was. But I, I'm pretty sure Westlife released an album. Okay. Did we not review it, or am I crazy? I think we reviewed either the first or second one. Okay. Uh, six and seven, Blues, Duncan James, and Ryan Lee. Is there only two members in Blue? Uh, I thought it was three. It's a British boy band. So, uh, recently reunited English boy band Blue distinguishes itself not only by selling millions of records in the early 2000s, but also having two members who would eventually acknowledge same-sex attraction. Singer Duncan James, who has a daughter with an ex-girlfriend, first came out as bisexual in 2009, but later clarified that he is gay, acknowledging in a British TV documentary that he had a three-year relationship with one of Blue's hunky male backup dancers. Nice. Ooh. Oh, there you go. I actually really liked him, and I couldn't tell anyone, said James, now 36. He also admitted he was so scared people would find out he was gay that he dated women, even having sex with some of them, Oof. which was ultimately what broke up his relationship with his dancer boyfriend. Dumbass. I broke his heart to the point where he couldn't come be with me in that way anymore and ended it. Okay. Uh, never good to cheat on people, guys. No. Regardless no. It um, ends horribly always. You know, yeah. just be true to yourself and don't like be an ass. Don't drag other people into things. Yeah. So. But you know, uh, in 2014, James's former bandmate, bad boy, Lee Ryan caused a stir by admitting to his castmates on celebrity big brother that he's had sex with men too. I'm a well-traveled person. Ryan said on camera, I've never admitted it anywhere. No one's bothered to ask. Okay. Okay. Ryan, 31, who has children with two ex-girlfriends, even convinced, 
confessed that he and James had enjoyed threesomes with women together. Okay. So you're both gay in the band, but you're not telling each other and you're just sleeping with a chick. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, God who bless. Knows, who knows? Uh, Ever the Playboy, Ryan went on to have short-lived affairs with two women on the show. Mm. For the record, Ryan's bisexual confessions made his mum proud as punch. Okay. okay. I've never heard piety, but interesting. All right. Proudest punch. And then finally, number eight. This is we're going back in time to earlier boy band. Uh, this the Bay City Rollers, Les McCowan. The Bay City Rollers were the biggest teeny bopper band on the planet in the mid-70s, selling more than 70 million records. Adoring teenagers willingly decked themselves out in plaid clothes to pay tribute to Scotland, the Rollers' homeland. But one of the Bay City boys was keeping a secret, one he held close to his chest for more than three decades and revealed on a British TV documentary. Lead singer Les McCowan told filmmakers that he lived a secret gay life for more than 30 years, even keeping his escapades from his wife of 25 oh, years. Dick. Wow. Echo McCowan. Wow. McCowan How can you to- pick a secret like that? McCowan yeah. admitted to meeting at least a dozen men for sex over the years, never revealing he was once a famous musician. We weren't going on dates, he explained. We were just getting together for sex. Ouch, that hurts. Musically, I'm pretty sure some of them knew who he was. Like, mm. And this was like before Grinder and stuff. So how are they like, I don't know. Maybe Musically, I'm, McCowan yeah. 55 has been touring with a revamped <laughs> version Red. of the Bay City Rollers. He and Pecco are still married, he says. Oh. And he, no, and he says he no longer has sex with men. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Right. They like, oh, interest, that's Diane? very where's interesting. Diane? What happened oh. Diane? Diana's gone, guys. I don't know. Check uh, somebody. Okay, I'll check. I'll check. Don't worry. You keep, keep going. Okay, I'm going to keep going. So that's some of the out boy band members as of seven years ago. There might be some more um, since then. But I thought um, I'm going to just kind of, I thought it'd be good to read, uh, obviously, the North American ones. So Lance and Jonathan are the ones that we mostly talk about on this show. So I thought I would kind of just kind of go there. So uh, this is the People Magazine article when Lance came out in august august 7th 2006 uh so it says i i'm gay hurt by rumors the pop star opens up about his decision to come out i'm more liberated and happy than i've ever been so this was an exclusive so i'm just gonna read the article and then maybe we'll talk if there's anything else in there so it says lance bass i feel like myself i'm not hiding anything yay um i've already got so much support bant Bass says of the reaction to coming out, I'm so glad it's 20, 2006. 2006. So wow. did I say 2016 before? It was 2006. So uh, he was the shy one. And during the bubblegum pop craze that began in the late 90s, Lance Bass, along with his in-sync bandmates, Joey Fatone, Chris Kirkpatrick, JC Chazay, and Justin Timberlake, was a pinup boy for millions of adoring fans. But as the group rode the boy band wave, their 2000 smash No Strings Attached sold a record-breaking 2.4 million copies in its first week, the Mississippi-bred Southern Baptist-reared bass felt burdened by hiding the truth he said he had known from childhood on. Oof. He's gay. I knew that I was in the, this popular band and I had four other guys' careers in my hand. And I knew that if I ever acted on it or even said that I was gay, it would overpower everything, says Bass, confident and relaxed as he spoke about his sexual orientation for the first time in an exclusive interview with People's Marissa Laudadio. I didn't know. Could that be the end of NSYNC? So I had this weight on me like, 
Wow, if I ever let anyone know, it's bad. So I just never did. Now, after years of keeping his personal life private, the 27-year-old Bass, the son of Diane, 55, a middle school teacher, and Jim, 56, who works in real estate, is publicly revealing that he, what he first shared with his friends, then his shocked family. He took years to really think about how he was going to tell everyone, says his close friend, Joey Fatone, 29. I back him up 100%. Adds Bass's longtime pal, actress Christina Applegate. Mm. So she was on uh, Married with Children. Um, I've always accepted him as who he is. It's about his own serenity at this point. Having pursued acting, producing, and most memorably, flight... Flight... After InSync went on hiatus in 2002, Bass is now looking ahead to new beginnings. He is in a very stable relationship no, no, uh, with model, actor, Amazing Grace winner, Rachin Lekemol, 32, and is developing an odd couple-inspired sitcom pilot with Fotone in which his character will be gay. Um, okay, so spoiler alert, he is no longer with that man, and yeah. that show never happened. Yeah. Uh, mostly, though, he's just enjoying the relief that comes from the accumulation of long and at times emotionally fraught journey. The thing is, I'm not ashamed. That's one thing I wanted to say. He explains of his decision to come out. I don't think it's wrong. I'm not devastated going through this. I'm more liberated and happy than I've been my whole life. I'm just happy. So then the question comes, when did you know you were gay? And then he says, I've known my whole life in my head. I just knew I couldn't do it. You know, this is just wrong. It's totally wrong. It's so strange because I always knew and dealt with it. It's nothing that was confusing to me. I told myself, this is what you are. This is the way you were born. I definitely didn't ask to go through this, but I just knew it was something that I would have to hide my whole life. So then she said, why come out now? And he said, the main reason I wanted to speak my mind was that the rumors are really starting to affect my daily life. Now it feels like I, I'm on my own terms. I'm at peace with my family and my friends, myself and God. So there's really nothing else I need to worry about. Uh, who was the first person you told? I think a friend of mine might have just asked me. Very few people have the guts to come up to you and say, hey, are you gay? That is very true. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That to people, yeah. for sure. Because that's kind uh, of rude, too, right? Like It is kind yeah. of like, you know. You don't need yeah, to know that, really, unless yeah. they give you the information. Yeah, well, like one of my besties is gay and I didn't feel the need to ask him because I wasn't 100% sure. And then when he told me, I just was I was just like, has he come out before? It's been a while. But yes. So anyways, mm -hmm. yes, it just seems like an awkward, weird question to ask. And then another friend of mine, I was like, dude, why didn't you tell me that you were gay? And then he was like, you never specifically asked. And I was like, why would I just ask you out of the blue? Right. So yeah, it's kind of like a yay, these back. Welcome back, D. We are reading the Lance People magazine there. So, okay. Uh, so he has. Are you on your phone or the computer? Phone. I can't. Yeah, I'm on my phone. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so he was 21. He had always had relationships with girls until he was 22. So not that long ago. So were you more comfortable with women? It's just the way it should have been. You know, I love women. I definitely, you know, been with women and I've had great relationships with them where I was definitely in love. It just, I grew to a point where deep inside, I knew that I could never truly have a relationship with a woman. I didn't know if they ever suspected. It was never brought up. It was so easy being on the road because you never got to spend time together. It was like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. Whenever I got to see her, great. We date, we have fun, but I'm always on the road. So next question was, did you tell your bandmates? 
Uh, no, none of the guys. Some of the guys, of course, suspected because we're like brothers. So when you're with somebody that much, they're like, why aren't you hitting on women all the time and acting like a rock star? Because I'm a good Christian boy. That's why. Mm-hmm. Good, good mm. Lance. Do all the guys now know? Joey was the first to find out. I was at my house in Orlando like five years ago, and I was actually dating someone at the time. Uh, Lance talks about this somewhere. I can't remember. Uh, it was a guy. It was the first person I ever dated, which was very strange. I was just in my office, and Joey walked in and kind of saw us way closer than friends would be, just standing really close. And he's like, oh, sorry. I knew at that moment that he knew. I told him, and he was like, dude, I don't care, which is mm. a very Joey Fatale yeah, response. Yes. Uh, when, so did you reach out to the others? Uh, Chris finally asked me last summer, and I was just told JC three months ago. I'm pretty sure they all knew, and they probably talked to each other but they have the respect to let me tell them. I haven't had the conversation with Justin yet. I know he knows, but I've never sat him down and said it. I will be calling him. Okay. Mm. I think Justin knows now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When did you tell your family? It was very hard. It was something I've been toying with for probably the last couple of years because I knew I wanted a close relationship with my family. For the last few years, I was not close with them because of what this one thing. They could never meet the people that I love. I have a sister named Stacy, oh. and I oh. told her a year ago I was at her house for okay. Christmas. I guess. Uh, it was hard because it took me forever to finally get it out. I finally blurted it. I was like, I'm gay. She started laughing because she thought I was joking. Then I was like, I'm not kidding. Then she went white. She immediately started crying and left, and I was like, great. She went downstairs, and my brother-in-law, who's the biggest country boy, man of men, she went straight to him, and I was like, I don't want Ford to know. He comes up with her and he's so collected. He goes, I don't care. And my sister's like, the only reason I'm crying is I think it's going to kill our parents. Oh. Uh, How did the parents react? The worst part about it was my mom found out not from me. She found out on the internet. And that's what killed me. She read an article about the rumors and stuff. So I'm pretty sure this was Perez Hilton. Yeah, probably. doesn't name drop him. Uh, And she Googled and found all these things. She went over to my sister's house and was like, is it true? My sister's like, yes, it is. And then she broke down and it destroyed her for a bit. It really does hurt knowing that they're going to have to live with this back home in Clinton, Mississippi, in a place where it's not looked at very highly. Their biggest concern was the family. And they told their parents, both sets of grandparents are still alive. That's what I was really concerned about because they come from an older generation in the Mississippi in the deep south. My mom was really going nuts having to tell them. So she told them last week and I get a call from my Mimi, my grandmother and my mom's mom. And she was like, you know what? I may not agree with it, but I love you just the same. And you're welcome in my house anytime. Oh, they took it. That's home. beautiful. That's so that's, nice. that's a good reaction to yeah, have for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, what about your dad? His biggest concern was safety, diseases and type of stuff. It's so funny because the misconception that middle America has because they only see on television. The first thing he said was, well, you know, it's much easier for gay people to get AIDS. Statistics show these relationships don't last. You know, it's not going to last. I was like, dad, wow. Did your mom ask you if you would still go to church? Yes, definitely. And I still go to church. I'm still Christian. I'm not raised in the Christian church to hate people. I was taught to love people and accept people. I know what I believe. Mm. I feel like a lot more people need to believe in that teachings. Yes. Accept people. Uh, almost done, guys. Talk. Tell us about your current relationship. So he was dating a person who's very new, and he's loving it. Uh, very busy doing my thing. A huge shooting point in my life, uh, taking it day at a time. Uh, and then they were talking about the guy from The Amazing Grace. They met. They were friends. They were dating a few months. He's his real estate agent, so they met through that. 
what do you want readers to take away from reading this? I want people to take that being gay is a norm. There, that the stereotypes are out the window. That who I am and living my life the last few years and not hiding it. I've met so many people like me that really encourage me. I kind of call them SAGs, straight acting gays. We're just normal, typical guys. I love to watch football and drink beer. Uh, do you see kids in your future? Definitely. I'm a family guy, so I would love to have a family. I would love to have to find the perfect person to have a family with. There are so many kids out there that need to be adopted and need good homes. I definitely want to have my own, but I also want to adopt for sure. I think it's very important to find these kids home. And then you seem very at peace. I am. People always say, are you gay? And I say, no, I'm also gay. It's one of the many things that make up me. It's something I've dealt with for a very long time. I was in a boy band. I'm used to people talking about me, to people around me that I don't want it to affect. But seeing how my family has reacted to everyone else, it just makes me happy. So there you go. Uh, then it has some pictures of him. In, I'll put it up closer. Him trying to be in space. And then that was his boyfriend at the time. His pages are very brittle. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. So, and then just them within sync. So anyway, sure, so yeah. that was... Good for Lance at that so time. So that was Lance coming out. So that was almost 20 years, well, what, 8, 16 years ago, I guess. It came out in 2006. So good for him. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's that. And then maybe just a really quick thing on one Jonathan Knight. So maybe mm -hmm. I'll, should I share that one? Sure. Okay. So Lance is living his life. Him and Michael are very happy together. Oh, maybe we show Lance's Cheers. Instagram. I don't know why it's this picture, but anyway, so here's Lance. <laughs> that's one Aww. of his babies. I think that's the girl. Violet. Um, how do I get out of this view? X. X. Yeah, okay. that's the one. So yes, yeah, so this is his husband, Michael. He's funny. He's a uh, he's a uh, having a great time. With having Lance. a great time with Lance. So yeah. So yes, he he does. He's been very active on TikTok and doing a lot of dance challenges and stuff. So uh, there you go. So he owns a nightclub. He has lots of stuff. So yes, there's the babies. They're cute. Okay. So I'm going to stop sharing that. Uh, stop. Okay, and then the John Knight article is share this. Uh, top, 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 John Knight, share. Okay, uh, so this is from The Hollywood Reporter from 2011. So this is 11 years ago. So I guess mm -hmm. that's when he came out. So Jonathan Knight confirms he's gay after being outed on Bravo show. Ouch. New Kids on the Block singer blogs that he's never hidden his sexuality, which he was questioned after 80s pop star Tiffany spoke out about it on Watch What Happens Live. So this is five years after Lance came out, mm -hmm. after um, Perez was trying to get him out. So anyway, so uh, New Kids on the Block singer Jonathan Knight revealed that he's gay on his group's official website over the weekend. Speculation had arisen after 80s pop star Tiffany outed him on Bravo's Watch What Happens Live. Knight also gave a statement to Toll Road in which he said he never hid his sexuality. I have never been outed by anyone but myself. I did so almost 20 years ago. I never knew that I would have to do it all over again publicly just because I reunited with New Kids on the Block. I have lived my life very openly and have never hidden the fact that I'm gay. Apparently, the prerequisite to being a gay public figure is to appear on the cover of a magazine. Ah! 
I'm gay. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Lance. Oh man. Pour the tea. All right. I apologize for not doing that. If that is, <laughs> so, if this is what is expected. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, my belief is that you live your life by example, not by pat caption on a magazine. Wow. If there's wow. ever been any confusion about my sexuality, then you are someone who doesn't even know me. Wow. I love living my life being open and honest, but at this time, I choose not to discuss my private life any further. My fellow band members don't discuss their private lives with their loved ones, and I don't feel that just because I'm gay, I should have to discuss mine. Just, you know what? That's valid, valid point. point. Yeah. Valid point. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, on Bravo, Tiffany was asked if she ever had a relationship with new kids, her touring mates. She responded, the quiet one, the shy one. He became late, gay later. I didn't do it. I had issues with that. I was thinking maybe I did. Now, looking back, when we were dating, he was so much fun. We used to do facials together. He was so easy to talk to. She later apologized for being so candid, but Knight defended her and said he had no hard feelings, writing on Twitter. I would also appreciate if people stopped talking trash about Tiffany and Deborah. Knock it off and stop being nasty. Mm. So, there you go. So, that yeah. was... Uh, when that, that I totally forgot about him shading Lance. I didn't Ooh. remember that, no. But he probably didn't know that Lance only did it because he was all these rumors were coming out, so he wanted to. True. And obviously, they. True. Oh no! I was gonna say obviously they went on tour together, and I was like, nope, that was NKOT BSV. <laughs> that was not in sync. So that would be a NKOT sync. Mm, that would be lovely. That'd be all right. Um, yeah. So there you go. So there's that. That would and require then... them to actually make more music and not just sell merch. We're getting closer to an in sync reunion, guys. Like oh, I feel I it don't in my think bones. So. Getting there. I think. You know, I think Justin Lance Timberlake did... is gonna screw Justin Timberlake. Shake to the grave and be like, screw <laughs> you guys. Ah. Yes. Unless unless they revive the skeleton. Maybe can I do a hologram? He's not dead. We're not yeah. doing a hologram. What do we need a hologram for? Because he's not willing. Stupid Justin Timberlake. Anyways, so those are your, uh, so those are some of your Game Boy Band members. There was also another article, but I don't believe any the Trevor of Project. You were going to talk about. I was going to talk about that really quick. But yeah. Good for them. There was yeah. uh, there's something in the Gay Boy Band members who came out as gay, bisexual, and queer, but I don't actually know any of these. Oh, George Michael from Wham. They have. Uh, a lot of them are, yeah, I guess we can share the screen. Just quickly go over the names. I'll just do the quick uh, share, screen, tab. I hate this thing. Why do you hate it? It's, it's the same it's thing. Like okay. There. So I don't know. It's from queerbio.com. So there's somebody from Australia. Lachie Chapman from the Overtones. Uh, I, I feel like we'll mostly, the Great Britain and the United States is what we'll recognize. Yeah, so never heard of this overtones band so there's wham someone, we know wham wham so george michael from wham we already talked about duncan james and leave brian from blue um westlife yeah. is ireland westlife is from ireland so we talked about mark uh we talked about stephen gately from Boyzone. it's like the entire overtones band which i've never heard of there's at least three members uh ricky martin from menudo was from puerto rico less from the bay city rollers uh, Taiwanese band called Fahrenheit. It was Aaron Yan. There's a band from the Netherlands called Caught in the Act. Actually, I just saw a picture of them the other day with the Backstreet Boys. Somebody had posted it in one of the... I've never heard of them. But uh, Eloy Dijong from there. In the United States, we have Kevin Abstract from Brockhampton. Do you guys know Brockhampton? No. Nope. Nope. I feel like I've heard the name, but I have no idea what it is. 
Um, Lance Bass, obviously from NSYNC. Angelo Garcia from Menudo. John Knight from New Kids on the Block. Kevin McHale from NLT. Not like that. Do you guys know that band? I haven't heard of no. that one. No. Is that not the guy from Glee, though? Kevin McHale? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And then Ricky Rebel from No Authority. So he was like the cute one from No Authority. Do you remember this one? No Authority? Uh, is that the one with that had like a red cover? Kevin McHale is from Glee, yes. Is this showing mm. or is it just showing the nope. other tab? No, you need to show the share oh. the yeah, you share the tab, my guy. I'm just gonna share the page. Okay. Um, so this guy is from Glee. Mm-hmm. Is he the guy that's in the wheelchair? Uh, is he? He's not wheelchair? actually in a wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair on the show. Okay, I see, interesting. I see. Okay, well there he is. Uh, and sorry, what what boy band was and this again? That uh, that was NLT. NLT. Okay, so that it. was called Not Like That. Okay. I've never heard of that band. Me either. I'm putting it down as ideas for our okay. next episode. Put in Brockhampton. I did already. Yes. Uh, and then Ricky from No Authority. Do you guys remember No Authority? Yes, sort of, kind of. No. Can't stop till you get enough. If it's right for you, do what you want to do. Okay, that song sounds familiar uh, so a little Ricky bit. Rebel. So okay. that's him. He's gay. He Congratulations. Is gay. Uh, oh, he was also apparently a glam rock singer and dance artist. Ooh, Ooh that's that. fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, one more thing I wanted to quickly chat about that I find that um, when they do fundraisers and things like that, a lot of times the boy band community uh, supports uh, something called the Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do a really quick synopsis of the Trevor Project and to kind of tell you what it's about. Because um, I, I really don't know a lot about it. Topic, I do topic, know... Topic that it is uh, obviously for the LGBT community, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. So let's find out together, guys. All the way to the top. If it scrolls, all right. The Trevor Project is an American nonprofit founded in 1998. So it's still fairly new, I guess. Uh, It focuses on suicide prevention efforts among lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer, and questioning youth. Through a toll-free number, it operates the Trevor Lifeline, a confidential service that offers trained counselors. The stated goal of the project is to provide crisis intervention and suicide prevention services for the aforementioned youth, defined by the organization as people under 25, as well as offer guidance and resources to parents and educators in order to foster safe, accepting, and inclusive environments for all youth at home and at school. So it's uh, so it's like almost like the kids health help phone, but more for the LGBTQ community. Um, Yes. So I don't. Is it just in the States? I can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's just in the States, but they have done fundraisers. Um, Some celebrities have been uh, volunteering and they get awards and things like that. So. Just trying to think if there's anything on there. But anyways, if you want to find more, you can go to uh, thetrevorproject.org. Let me just share that. So, like, the, the beauty about nowadays is that there's so many resources for people online. And, you know, like, you can reach out. You can talk to people if you're in schools instead of you have counselors and teachers that you can reach out. So um, this is a good website if you want to check that out so it's the trevorproject.org 
Um, you deserve a welcoming, loving world to do, and so do the people you care about. Here you can reach out to a counselor if you're struggling, find answers and information, and get tools you need to help someone else. So it has lots of, it has topics, um, it has a resource center talking about gender identity, sexual orientation, suicide, mental health. There's 24-7 counselors. You can chat, call, or text them. There's a community, there's a community called Trevor Space, so you can um, talk to people internationally. So it's, um, and yeah, so it's a good thing. It's good. They're here to listen. They're here for you 24-7. So if you know anyone, um, if you just want if more information, because, you know, sometimes you do have a family member or something and you don't know how to react or a friend or something like you should not be committing suicide over something that like you're like keeping shit inside of you and not sharing with other people because you think people are going to think a certain way or something like that's not like I know once you're in your head about things like it can be really hard but you know if you're ever struggling reach out reach out there's family there's friends there's people online there's companies like um organizations that you know like it gets better it's fine like you know yeah sometimes things seem worse in your head than they are when they're actually out loud and it's obviously when you're in a depressed mode or something like that it's hard to pull yourself out of it, yeah for sure right yeah. so you know just keep trying and keep you know trying and you will live your best life and yeah. it gets better and all that stuff that people say that people don't believe when they're in a sad yes. mode. Yeah. But you know, people are here for you. You can reach out to us. You can, not yeah. we're experts or anything, but we're here if you need us. So there you go. So happy pride month, everyone. Happy pride. And hopefully now a days that if there are any gay boy band members, they can, come out when the band comes out. They don't need to have a big coming out ceremony later on or be worried yeah. about the band not going to be there. You don't be think there. that any of those like K-pop boy banders are gay? Oh, 100%. Oh, uh, probably, yeah. So but I just think it's, it's going to happen because it's not, as you were saying at the beginning, it's not socially acceptable. It's or as socially acceptable in other countries. Other, other countries, countries, yeah. So, yes. you know. Um, to end off on a lighter note, why don't you show? Oh, this so thing. this was my Lance Bass marionette. So I had my marionettes kind of all set up in my room. They're still there. This is covered in dust, which is why I've been scratching my nose because the dust is in there. So um, I decorated each of them. So uh, because Lance was Christian, I had his Catholic women. I know he's Baptist, but I had a Catholic women's league pin that I put on his silk shirt because for some reason they decided Lance needed a silk shirt with jeans. Um, and then like Chris had uh, a girl Barbie doll with him that was supposed to represent me kind of hanging out. And then um, Joy Fatone had like a beer bottle. Like it was just like, it was entertaining. So when Lance came out as gay, obviously I bought this and this has been up there. And then I took one of my, Ken dolls and I put him with Lance. So this has been in my room for like the last 20, 14 years. I don't know, 16, 16 years. So it's been this guy, which ironically, I ended up picking a Ken doll that has dark hair who kind of looks like Lance's husband, Michael. So Aww. apparently it worked out. So I had um, like- We to be- The dark haired Ken is named Derek. Is, is he? Yes. That might've been Paul. I didn't know that. Paul was a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, Paul was actually. I would always make Lydia's Barbies gay, but yes. Anyway, so <laughs> there you go. So Lance and his husband are together, and then happily yeah. ever after. So literally, I meant to be good for you, Lance. Proud of you. And then there you go. So good for you, Lance. Good for you, John. Um, yes. So I'm sad that they had to go through 
all of that anxiety and depression and things during that time. And it felt like the weight of the boy band, but they, they didn't feel comfortable talking um, to their bandmates and yeah. obviously to their managers or anything about that. Yeah. But I feel like nowadays they paved the way yes. for making it easier for other people. And yeah. So they're almost like yeah. role models for current boy banders and other people. Yeah. So yeah, good for them. So yeah, there you go. Anyways, that's it. So happy pride, everyone. Happy pride. And and uh, also watch RuPaul's Drag Race. That's a good yeah. introduction. Very colorful. And and actually, uh, there was some boy bandery. Oh, yes. yes. Ooh, do you remember what that guy's name was? Uh, uh, oh. Yes, I can't remember. There was a boy bander who ended up being gay, who ended up being on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, his color scheme was he, like, yellow and red. I can't remember his name oh, though. Goodness. I think it was like two seasons ago. But anyways, yeah, give it a watch. Um, if if you're you know unsure and introduction into the culture. Okay. All right. Thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.